0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the goddamn codependent podcast hello beautiful wife hello look at her voice alluring (laughs) today we're gonna be getting into judgment who judged me don't judge me i ain't judging you i'm not judgmental you're judgmental don't judge me aka the psychological concept of f-a-e the fundamental Mm, The the fundamental attribution error. Did I say that right, babe? Yes. Okay. And that concept of the fundamental attribution error is something that we will get into more as we unpack the episode. But I'd just like to bring an age-old biblical concept to the table of don't judge the speck in your brother's eye while you got a plank sticking out yours. Apologize to all the Christians that I didn't... uh, paraphrase that right but it's honestly it's the idea behind the fact of take a look at yourself before you throw opinions and judgment out at other people i feel like it's the underlying tone to a lot of our episodes and we're finally getting around to this fae concept and we all do it that's the thing right this judgment thing if somebody comes at you wrong in traffic at work and your family You're going to hit them with a little sauce. It's nothing that you could do about that. It's going to be something in you that's bothered. And you might throw out. Why did you do it like that? Oh, you shouldn't be wearing that. Oh, why are you driving like this? Oh, why are your kids not having great grades? Uh, I mean, there's all kind of your house ain't clean enough and all kind of judgments that come from society that make us feel that little pinch inside that we're not up to par. And when I look at the definition of judgment or to judge, it is to form an opinion or conclusion about something now i don't know about you babe but every life experiences i've ever lived whether it's been a vacation or traffic or getting pulled over by the cops or whatever experience i have i form a judgment (laughs) i form an opinion like fuck that shit or i love that shit or something's coming out of my mind and body about how i feel about every event every conversation every person that i have in my life i have opinions about so from that definition it kind of leads me to think that we have no choice but to judge but yet it's something that we all hate to happen to us ain't that crazy well to be human is to be hypocritical hey my g
1: (laughs) i think well if you can understand that to accept it hopefully acceptance of that fact but I believe absolutely what you said. I think that is the struggle of humanity. We struggle with things we don't feel comfortable with. So basically if something's uncomfortable, even an idea or a concept, we don't accept it. We reject it. So we have a tendency into society. Once a standard is put in place, you should or shouldn't do something. Right. We create a reality where that's our truth. Okay. You shouldn't judge. Okay. I don't judge. I don't judge. No one. No, no judgment. Um, but yet, like you just said, it's all in the languages we use, which is the whole point of this podcast, right? Because we know we all have opinions. Yes. They have a whole saying about it, right? Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Everyone has an opinion. Yes. From the moment you set out and say, this is my preferred drink. I am stating, according to my opinion, this drink is better than that drink. That is a preferred taste or standard to me but it's also my judgment of what is better or less better as far as quality my opinion as far as taste my opinion but their judgments the same as when I started this whole counseling process and in class we would be told that therapists should be non-judgmental or should strive to their sort of ethical principles that therapists are supposed to strive to achieve right and because we are taught to strive to teach them achieve them sorry everyone in class is like okay this is who i am this is who i am so we have these assignments and they're we're asked to assess these situations and how would we apply it And so it's like everybody is like okay i would not do this or i wouldn't do that and it's unrealistic because we're human we're going to impose our thoughts and our values and our opinions it's going to come into the therapeutic process yes our opinions and our judgments are going to come into our relationships
0: yes Yes. they're
1: telling us to acknowledge it when you acknowledge it, you can address it. When you pretend it doesn't exist, it continues to grow.
0: Yeah, I agree. it with continues
1: that. to fester. So they're not saying don't have it. Yeah, they're saying not having it is the standard. That's what we want to move towards. How do you move towards it? Not by pretending it doesn't exist, by acknowledging its existence so that we can then address the ways that we are biased, the ways that we have opinions, the ways that we have judgments, the ways that those may not connect with each other. We yeah. got to acknowledge it in order to address I really, it. I really
0: ag- I agree with that so hard. And I want to throw an example out of, say I got a younger sibling. and not, Or say I got a uncle. It really doesn't matter. There's somebody in my life who I care about who isn't living how I think they should be living, right? And the judgment is coming across as this is not good for them. This is what we'll say, right? I love them. The fact that they're dating this person the fact that they're hanging around these people the fact that they've quit their job and chosen to chase this thing so inside i guess what i'm asking is we want to go with no judgment but at the same time there's certain things in people's lives that we love or that we don't like <laughs> that are worrying us i guess are making us feel that we need to step in or are looking dangerous to us for some reason messy sloppy in those instances where we feel like our judgment and we may not even classify it as such when we're trying to help we're calling it no i'm helping you i got advice for you i got the game to, to share with you and they're going mind your business you're in my life you're judging me we feel we're helping what's the split there um between the person who's like you told me earlier the judged versus the judge one person i'm not judging you i'm not judging you i'm just saying i think you need to do this this and that and the person's exactly (laughs) okay the way that your opinions are coming off about the way my life is being lived is feeling like judgment
1: yeah because it is judgment because it goes back to what you said right there's a truth in the fact of wanting to help we all want to help right but what do we want to help? We want to help others, but we also want to help ourselves. Okay. So our reason for helping others is usually rooted in helping ourselves,
0: right? Okay, break that down for me.
1: Um, Me and you, we're married. Yeah. You want to help me a lot. Yeah. Why do you want to help me? If I calm the fuck down, you have a more peaceful environment <laughs> to live in. So you want to help me, but you helping yourself. If she chills the fuck out, this whole environment could be calm for all of us, mm. possibly. Mm. If the kids do such and such, this could be chill for the whole house, possibly. But that's where our brain goes. This is the solution. For what reason? In our experience, it, so- it solved a problem one time or two or ten. Yeah. At some point in time, we've seen it work in our lives or someone else's. For some reason, we're drawn to this. Someone has taught us. Someone we respect, and admire, said it worked in their life. For some reason, this is the solution that we have seen or have heard in our experience that can work. Right. To help. Them and me, yeah, right. But we don't acknowledge that it's for them and me,
0: right, 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 right. right.
1: And the part that we don't acknowledge that it's for them and me leads to the first thing that you said, which was that whole biblical principle. If I'm focused on your shit, I'm not looking at my shit. Right. I have plenty of my own shit. that I can deal with for the rest of my life. If I've spent most of my time fixing my own shit, I also fix things in that environment. I also Mm. make this environment more peaceful. I also make this a better place for all of us around. So why do I focus on yours? Well, it's easier for me to deal with yours. That makes me superior, that makes me gifted, that makes me helpful, that makes me the helper, that makes me the judge and not the judged. Uh. If I focus on my own shit, I'm now judging myself. The same way when they focus on mine, I feel judged. We don't want to feel judged. We like to feel like the judge. So we judge each person's situation. Sometimes we even judge our own.
0: That's fantastic. That is a great breakdown, which leads directly to the fundamental attribution era. Mm -hmm. In social psychology, and I'm reading straight from Wikipedia, the most trusted (laughs) journalistic internet source. <laughs> it,
1: it was pretty accurate based on the stuff I've learned, now, so yeah, It's, me, it's not always people, bad. It's actually very accurate People sometimes. hate this shit it like, hates, it's, like fake, it's not but. credible. Like, you don't want to cite it in your paper,
0: yeah, but we're not for papers. quick facts, yeah. you quick good. fact. this shit. So, in social psychology, fundamental attribution error, F A E, also known as correspondence bias mm-hmm. or attribution effect, mm-hmm. is the tendency for people to underemphasize situational explanations for an individual's observed behavior mm-hmm. let me just go back over that we underrate our shit while over emphasizing dispositional or personality-based explanations for their behavior so i completely understand why i was late for work i completely understand why i got too drunk at the party and went off i completely understand why i haven't cleaned my house or exercised or invested my time properly because i've been going through a lot and i have a lot of stuff going on and this person isn't quite worth my trust and that's why but when it comes to the other person who cuts you off in traffic they're a complete dickhead when it comes to maybe our children who don't do what they're supposed to do they just completely are disregarding parental uh fucking uh whatever the fuck parental rules and roles um when it comes to my boyfriend girlfriend husband who doesn't do the things we've talked about in our therapy sessions or in our life, I've told you how much it means to me when you do X, Y, and Z and you're not doing it and you don't care. Not mm. to say, but when I don't do what, You've asked. It's that because I had a lot going on. It's yes. an understanding Absolutely. of our own shit. Very gentle. No, I did this, and we have reasons.
1: We understand the social components that contribute to our behavior. Absolutely. But we attribute another person's to personality and characteristic of flaws. Who they are. Who their characteristic. This is a character trait yes. of you. You are an asshole. You are not. You're a jerk. Yes. You're irresponsible. <laughs> You're selfish. <laughs> You're lazy. You're a deadbeat. Yeah. You're a hoe. Yeah. Whatever. There's You're not taking care of your specific character traits yeah to who you are as a person not oh this circumstance and social situation or these things have become overwhelming
0: yeah and you're
1: now overwhelmed and you don't know how to be a father you don't know how to be a girlfriend or a wife or a mother or you don't know how to fulfill this role as a teacher or a therapist or whatever like how the fuck could you know it no one's ever taught you this shit this is the first time you're doing this shit in life this is what we mean by hypocritical because we understand when we are learning something for the first time Oh, it's so important for us to teach that to other people. I've never done this before. Like, we like to explain these things. But when someone else, you should know this by now. Yeah. Why? Why the fuck should they know it by now? Yeah. You're 30 years old because you're a teenager now. Because, like, whatever labels and things, these are what the standards create. The shoulds. You should have developed certain traits and characteristics by a certain amount of time. Yes. True in a perfect world that does not exist that none of us live in so now we live in this real world with real problems with real struggles with real limitations and adherence which prevents people from meeting standards according to some mythical standard book that doesn't exist so no everybody's not going to reach certain standards at the same time and yes you may get to a place before me and if you get there before me Hopefully you share how you got there with me so I can get there at some point in my life. And this other area that I've grown in faster than you because of my experiences, I can share that wisdom with you. That to me is a collectivist mentality, the way I would hope a society could work collectively. Now you have certain strengths and I have certain strengths back like how it was trades. This guy's a mechanic. He's learned all there is to know about mechanics. I don't need to know about mechanics. I can trust you to be the mechanic. I'm putting my time and energy into being the therapist. This person put his time and energy into being a doctor. Someone else's time and energy is being into the janitor. There's nothing wrong with any of these. It's all about what works for you and where you are in life. Nothing wrong with that because we also know we all grow at different rates in life, but a big portion of why we don't like judgments is our ego. We don't like to be less than.
0: Right. And when We always want to judge because we can be superior. Yeah. We
1: don't want to admit, I struggle in this area. I suck in this area. This is not something that I'm good at. And because of that, we can't own our weaknesses because we're also worried about people laughing at it, making fun of it, teasing us, belittling us, all these other things.
0: Absolutely. Now we got to
1: pretend we have none.
0: And it makes me think of two, like, for some reason, traffic is a great one for me. Because I'll be honest, when I'm driving, if I'm in a rush or if I'm stressed while I'm driving, then I will do certain things. I will drive a bit faster. I will cut people off because, and yes, I'll feel bad while doing it. But it's almost like I'm under certain types of pressure, uh, whether that be, again, in traffic on the road or in my relationship where, okay, I stayed out late one night with the homies or with, with people. And I know, oh, I lost track of time. I was having a good time, I lost track of time. That's it. Now, have your partner stay out late with no communication. Oh, they're disrespectful. Oh, they're disregarding, we've talked about this before. Oh, and who were you with and what were you doing and are you undervaluing our relationship and is that something even we should continue in and... But when I was out late, even perhaps the next weekend, it's not a the relationship. I lost track of time, I was with my girls, I was with my homies. Um, whatever my phone died or you know we have all the reasons why we're still the same person who left the house but rarely do we let the person who left the house and hurt us come back as the same person who left the house we now have new attributes to apply to them
1: possibly and i think this is another component that i struggle with in couples counseling because i agree with you right that there are moments that that happens i also think that there are moments where communication needs to improve right meaning sure yeah uh, that's a good point
0: that's a good point It's not all or nothing
1: right and so what i mean by that is for instance what you said there could have been judgments in the past or currently occurring but there also could not be and i think i struggle with the fundamental attribution error because say you two are arguing or something there's a disagreement now you're communicating how you feel now the other person is saying oh because i'm the hold on you're not wrong they're checking they're telling you i was worried i was concerned it felt disrespectful when you come back and say, I didn't intend it to be disrespectful. This is what happened. Now that person knows your intention. Now you can move on, but you can't because now that person is hurt and upset. And uh. off of some, well, you're saying I'm this and you're saying you said, I did. no, no, no. I was checking. Did you lose track with time? Did you do this? Did you do that? How can I know? I can't read your mind. I can't know what's going on in your head. That's why I'm checking in. That's why I'm asking. That's why I'm communicating to you. These were some fears of mine. These were some concerns of mine. This is how I felt. Now that person feels like that's been projected on them. It hasn't yet. I'm asking and I'm telling you how I felt. I'm wondering where you were. Now you communicate where you were. Now we can move on. But that's not what happens in most arguments. We can't move on because the person doesn't accept that's all the case. Okay, we're both communicating how we felt. Now this is how you felt. This is how I felt. Now that's clarified. Now we can move on. People don't trust what the other person has said. People aren't sitting in that and believing that now. There's oh, you think I'm this terrible person because I did this and you did this. Well, you did it and it becomes so accusatory it and it's combative like yes, well you on... did it when you did it. I did. Hold on, hold on. Yes, I did it. I lost track of time. I'm just asking. Did you lose track of time? You lost track of time too. True. Okay, cool. We're good. Yeah. But it's not good there. Or it's not. like oh, all this like you're saying this energy. It's like guys, everybody's trying to understand what the other person's coming from. Usually people are trying to connect. That's why you and I talk so much about reframing. There's lots of miscommunications that have occurred every relationship most arguments are miscommunications you've defined this one way i've defined it this way we need to redefine it together but the only way we can redefine it together is for miscommunications to first occur yeah you thought this i thought this we're upset let's come together and talk about it but in order to come to come together to talk about it the fa we have to see the other person's perspective we have to believe that this isn't a character flaw of the other person Mm. That this is possibly Something social Or something that has happened External
0: situation Logistic
1: That is why trust Comes into judgment though With my best friend I trust her intentions So I trust her I trust our connection I trust her intentions I trust her heart And her soul So when she tells me This is what happened I believe her Mm. With other people I'm sketchy on their
0: because you haven't had a, a I haven't uh, had enough validation, validation or b- investment relationship investment.
1: In. There hasn't been enough confirmation on the same level wavelengths of certain things. So I'm uncertain of where we stand. So even though you tell me this, I don't know if you're being honest. I don't know if you're being manipulative. I don't know if you're trying to control me. I don't know da da da. So now I'm uncertain. I'm not saying you are or not still. I'm uncertain, especially because of my past. My triggers these things people want certainty how could I trust you if I've never had experiences in the past that I can trust
0: go back and look at the codependent episode on trust
1: this is where it gets personal because other people want instantaneous they they say like what you're saying I know myself da. da, da. you should agree with what I'm saying I am how could I trust that that don't make no sense every single person coming before you put 10 of them in line in front of you they're gonna say trust me yeah not all of them trustworthy though
0: <laughs> right.
1: everyone's saying trust me not all of them are trustworthy matter of fact one person is trustworthy in one area in other areas they're not trustworthy right. that's true for everybody <laughs> Absolutely. so now I have to trust that this particular area that I am triggered or vulnerable in you are trustworthy in even though you may have displayed other characteristics that you weren't trustworthy in yes. as have I because we're human yes but we don't trust each other. That's the root cause of it. Now I have to protect myself. You have to protect yourself. So nobody can be vulnerable. Nobody can admit anything that could possibly lead to those more honest conversations that can address those issues because we're always attributing that character flaw to the other. Yes. Your mistakes, your distrust, your things are who you are possibly, I don't know.
0: Your mistakes and your flaws, the way you act shows that you have problems. My mistakes are explainable.
1: Even if we're saying they're triggers. Oh, I'm triggered. Everybody's triggered.
0: And so now I'm starting to think about it from the perspective as the judged person. Mm-hmm. We've been sitting here and talking about, hey, if you're judging people, take a look. Why are you judging? Think about yourself. Don't go specking their eye and all that shit. Now I'm thinking, okay, shit, too late. <laughs> okay, too late. You done got judged. The person came at you, man. They were like, hey, you want some shit? You shouldn't be doing this. Bad mom, bad sibling, bad daughter, bad co-worker, bad employee. You off. Okay, now shit. Let's talk about it from that person's perspective. Here it comes. They saying I ain't doing the shit right. Who the fuck are they? They don't know what I've been through. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what I had going on in my day that made me do X, Y, and Z while they judge me. I got reasons. You know what I mean? This ain't no random shit, which is what the FAE does is it creates... Positions where people Feel bad about shit That quite frankly They might have been Doing their best So If I'm speaking from That person's seat Now I'm saying Uh oh Plot twist We can't judge Them This is what I mean The person who's Getting judged Now they pissed at the person Who gave them that news Yes We getting ready to put Some character flaws Right back at them Mm -hmm. You ignorant You're not looking At my circumstance You're a dick Mm -hmm. Dickhead You're not looking at okay we'll, we'll also say you're so judgy you're a hypocrite yeah you know what i mean we're getting ready to throw negative things back at them and i'm not even saying that that's not understandable it's very understandable that when somebody comes at you you go you might spit back but i guess what i'm saying is we now have a position and we i'm saying we because we've all sat in the seat and been judged and felt pissed at the person mm-hmm. giving it to us everybody well
1: it takes it back to the cr- the principle you talked about in the beginning right Once again, each person has a speck in their eye.
0: Yeah. Even the person who got judged.
1: Whatever. And the reason I like to say the plank, the verse says there's a plank in your eye and you're judging the speck in the other person's eye. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not that I necessarily think that it means that your problem or issues are greater than the other person. Either way. That's not what I think it is. But if you think about a tiny grain of salt and you pull it all the way up close to your eye. Right. That tiny ass grain of salt still blocks your field of vision right? and still impacts your eyes. Your eyes begin to water if it's in it.
0: Yeah. You yeah. can't
1: see anything beyond what you're experiencing and what you're going through and what you're feeling in that moment. Yeah. But you're looking over at someone else's and saying theirs is so big that your perspective is blocked. It's yeah. hindered by your circumstances and what you're presently going through. You cannot help but to see life through the filter of your life. and your experiences right that person can't help but to see life through the filter of their experiences you're never going to see things from the same exact place but you can work to put yourself in other person's shoes and a part of that is saying how do I feel when judged what do I want to do how do I want to be treated I can try to respond from that perspective because I know sometimes I'm an asshole and I judge others I don't want to. I don't intend to. Yeah. It's not the goal in the place that I'm trying to operate from. But I have to be honest with myself and say I do it if I'm going to forgive others when they do it. And that's also part of that biblical principle. Judge not lest you be judged. I don't like or I feel like sometimes the way things are worded leaves it to be lacking because it makes you feel judged and judgmental. Don't judge or people will judge you. I'm starting to see things differently. No, 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 you will judge others, and they will judge you. Right. It's a warning of what's to come, and not what you should avoid. And I ah. feel like that's what I sh- wish we live life as. These great books, these philosophical books, these religious texts—they're warnings. We feel so judged by them. We present them to each other as these standards of like, never do these things. Like You're dogma, gonna. Like rules, yeah, and like that's why legalistic. we say people are like hypocritical. You don't want people to do these things. You're gonna do them. Duh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't like feeling bad. But sometimes I feel bad and I do bad shit. I don't like that either.
0: Yeah. So I when feel I judge all of that. I judge someone who cuts me off in traffic. I judge my partner as being a dick. Even though I know I do the same shit they do. I'm feeling it. I'm saying it. I'm owning the hypocrisy. And the thing about it is what you want in a partner is somebody across from you who knows, yes, I go dick mode. And don't think that's who i am all the time
1: yeah right don't and that's, think the, that's my core and
0: that's the fundamental attributionary and you'll hear it through tv i heard it my mm. whole life i'm sorry i lost myself for a second yeah. what's some other phrases like that wasn't me mm-hmm. right and we're lo- we're mm. saying to our loved ones and people around us i stepped out of where i want to operate Please don't make that go on my resume. Yeah, don't you,
1: hold that in my record. That's don't hold record. that against
0: me. Yeah. And what does that take me back to? But another Bible verse, guys, I'm sorry we're getting so churchy on y'all motherfuckers mm-hmm. today. But mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 13, where it's like, love keeps no record of wrong. Yeah. So what does that say? The person across from you will know, yes, he came in late. Yes, she came in late. Yes, we had a date planned. And they put something with their friends instead. Mm-hmm. Yes, the person cut me off in traffic. Yes, my kid didn't do their chores. Yes, my boss made unrealistic expectations. And yes, my employee didn't meet the standard. Everything is happening around us that makes us feel pissed. Step back. Keep no record. Don't say they've been doing this. See, this is why I can't stand the motherfucker been doing this. But at the same time, I understand why Everyone
1: happens. does this to me. We, Even we, that record. Because that's where your depression, anxiety comes. This always happens to me.
0: Everybody does this to me. Everybody does this. This is how my life goes. This
1: always goes like this. I
0: am cursed. He tried to
1: call me out. That's true.
0: I'm just saying. I, people I have
1: accept. I said true. <laughs> I said true. <laughs> I slid one in on it, ladies he and did. gentlemen. He called me out. <laughs> he tried to look at me sideways like I ain't picked up uh, on I, it. Like I should I, I peeped that shit.
0: I it. I shouldn't have looked at it. I should have just kept it
1: anyways. <laughs> when he said curse, I already felt it.
0: Uh, but either way, yes. So the stories about the fundamental, fundamental attribution error, they can come from both seats. As the receiver, as the receiver. Absolutely,
1: not can. They will come. They will. And more importantly, both parties have work to do. Hey,
0: because don't we all. This is the
1: hardest part when I'm doing couples counseling or even when I'm counseling individuals sometimes because it's always a deflection on what was done to them, what others did to them, what happened. No, we definitely need to understand what happened. We need to understand why you respond to things a certain way. We need to understand why things affect you a certain way. You need to even understand why people did things to you a certain way to know it's not your fault. Mm. From that point on, you do have responsibilities.
0: Mm, I, 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 I love that. No
1: matter whether you were wronged or not. I love that. So people love, in oh, relationships in particular, because we want to blame somebody, right? We don't know what to do when there's no one to blame. That's the pain of society, right? Because in truth, there's no one to blame. In truth, everyone's doing their best, but some people's best isn't good enough for you, and that causes you pain. Absolutely. Now what do you do? You have to somehow figure out and adjudicate that in your own worldview. So that creates pain and anxiety. So we like to blame others, but in reality, there's no one to blame, but there's always things you can do. There's always things to work on. There's always changes that we can make within ourselves.
0: I love that because a lot of what we're saying can come off very floaty and random like don't judge this and don't judge that and there's there's a lot of Buddhist principles about non-judgment don't judge situations there's no true good and bad um, there's a teaching of non-dualism that I've been getting into that basically says to live in that state yeah. of neither thing is this or that however there's also this thing of we can get so into these concepts mm-hmm. that we ignore the human experience yes. and there are people out here that are living in situations that are not cut off in traffic that are not Oh, my partner stayed out too late or texting someone i don't want there's people being abused right Absolutely. there's people who are in situations that are physically and mentally devastating where judgment is necessary and and going back to the definition to form an opinion about something sometimes when you look at a situation for instance your tire is flat i'm not going to be like oh this is not bad i don't need to do anything i am accepting my no i need to get this tire changed I am in a situation or a relationship where the person, when they drink, they hit me, right? And this has happened for a month or six months or a year. I can judge and say, if I st- I don't need to think that the person, man or woman, who drinks and hits me is a horrible person. I don't need to attribute things to their character. Right. But I can still judge this and say that this is dangerous for me and my kids. Yes, <laughs> yes. And the judgment yes. is that I don't hate you, sir or madam, for hitting and cussing and stabbing or whatever you do when you drink <laughs> Jesus, why did i go it's stabbing <laughs> um, but the point is me and my kids still need to live somewhere else that's and, true and that will keep us safe physically yeah and i'm not saying hey, maybe you need to go to jail right this is what our, our laws are judgments in that way externally if you stab someone you go to jail okay and these are real things i don't need to say fuck the stabber horrible burn them in hell I would never do this. I'm way better than them. I don't need to do that part. But I can still say me and my kids won't live with a person who hits when they drink. And and that might even go into a job where this boss likes me to work all through the weekend, not give me no credit. And well, I always expect that I can even... make a judgment that this is not the working environment I want. Right. So these are judgments that I'm saying may not be wrong and need to be, you know, it's not that judging is wrong. It's what you were saying earlier. When I judge, sit back and realize what's happening inside me realize what's happening in a person across from me. Maybe they're under pressure. Maybe I'm under pressure. Either way, with this information I'm taking in, I don't need to put it on their character, but I can still change my situation, right?
1: It's all of the above. Okay. <laughs> I can put it on their character. I will put it on their character.
0: Okay, we will. We will.
1: I will sometimes put it on some people's characters. Okay, For instance, yes. my stepfather. You know things probably happen to him to make him do whatever he's done to me. I don't care. Yeah. I do get it. I understand that. Yeah and you were still a monster in my story absolutely. this is my life that absolutely. i lived it's my story you're a monster in my story in your story you're not a monster that's the beautiful thing that i loved about disney where they showed maleficent and they showed some of these newer characters their version of their story and in their story they're not a monster wow. and that's absolutely true
0: and that reminds me of the and naruto in someone else's story they're a monster naruto absolutely. does that where they show you the personal sides of every villain nobody's saying that that villain hasn't been destructive your stepfather is destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, And as your husband, I've struggled with my deep feelings of hate towards him. And I've also tried to come to grips with this same principle of fundamental attribution error because I like to pick out my biggest villains to try these things Mm -hmm. against because I know our audience will pick their big villains when they hear it. Mm -hmm. I hate that guy. I do wish death upon him. And I'm sorry for everyone that that sentence impacts and how it hurts, but that's just my life. And at the same time, I try to practice these principles because it's better for me and my family immediately when I do this work and and understand how he became to be. And maybe I don't put it on his character, but also understand for me, I'm gonna feel what I feel.
1: Absolutely, and I think the most beautiful thing about it is you said that's what your experience was, your understanding was, that was your conclusion based on your experiences that helped you find peace, right? Yes. Think about me. And how I grew up yeah. and what I was taught. I was taught to put everybody first. Wow. I was put in a position to try to love him right. and my mom, despite all the things that they did. I have poems that display my Stockholm-like syndrome where I'm trying to force it in an unhealthy way. So for me, it was very much a necessity to learn and to implement the boundary of saying, I don't need to understand you. I've spent enough time understanding you I spent too much time understanding you and putting your needs above my own because i was taught this is the religious christian loving thing to do so i began to ignore my own needs and so this is why it's always everything there has to be a balance what works for one person doesn't work for another person and each person what works for you at one point in time in your own life may not work for you later in life maybe i will get to a place later to feel differently about him i have no clue i don't anticipate it i don't even hope for it right however i know I used to feel differently about him at certain places, used to feel differently about different people at certain times in life. Life is always growing and changing.
0: I love that you said that so much. Um, And this is heavy subject matter. I wish I could put a fart joke in to kind of lighten things up. Um, There you go. But either way, (laughs) that's just my own anxiety and discomfort but anyway wh- what i love about what you said is that it's something that i've always felt and being paired with you because we used to go to church quite a bit and i listen to sermons for like i don't know 10 12 years of my life And they always seemed to do well for me, for my condition, mind, because I was coming at it as a like a stubborn individual. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm stubborn. I don't want to serve people. I don't want to help. I want to play video games Mm -hmm. and not think about shit. Mm -hmm. And the Christian philosophies of serve, serve, serve really helped me balance out. Mm -hmm. Not that I was ever going to become a Mother Teresa because I started off as a spoiled Madden playing teenager Mm -hmm. dickhead, you know. So it was a nice balance. But I always regretted. And felt bad for certain personalities of women, particularly that I've known. And I know men also Mm -hmm. fit this bill. But women, particularly that I've known, who are servers almost by nature and conditioning. Whether that was in their program, from their family, which is normally where it comes from, through Mm -hmm. either trauma or just how their family raised them. Not all sermon fits everybody. Not every shoe fits. And so as we get into this judgment thing, I'd be remiss to not mention that certain people can use that judgment to reach balance and not have to feel like they're wrong or doing harm to other people. And I guess I'm talking to the people out there who feel like they always take shit in for other people. They always serve. They always put themselves second. Um, They'll go to the bare bones before they do anything for themselves. So for those type of personalities, I want to try to speak to you as well from the knowledge that my beautiful wife has given me. When you're judging situations, be honest not am i being selfish am i doing too much for myself those thoughts are already there for you guys okay those thoughts are already the ones that are deepening you into your programming that i need to be there for other people i i challenge servers to ask am i taking in too much when i'm getting judged and feeling judgment am i sitting with this too much you know what i mean like am i owning too much judgment Is there something that I can buck back in against it inside where it's like this person is bringing things to me from their own angst? and maybe i need to work to not own it as it comes in uh, am i saying basic things and i think i'm it's, being deep i don't
1: know if it's basic i think it's interesting i think it's uh i'm trying
0: to like help and i, I could be saying weird things
1: well that's why i laugh because i don't think it's a necessarily <laughs> wrong thing but i feel like it's almost contradicting what you're saying because Ooh, I like if they're that. taking it that's in, they should, like they might be rejecting that like taking it in that's part of what is the angst in society like for me okay right? okay Everyone Teach encourages me, me, Teach me. Okay. to set boundaries. Everyone says I'm too nice. Everyone tells me I need to implement my boundaries more. For sure, they see it in all my relationships until I do it to them. Ah. <laughs> so, like, even when you're like, take this. This is like advice I have for that person. Like, da, da, da. Like, even in that, they're like, could they could be like, this
0: is one of those moments. I try it, and no one wants to like hear it. Like when I try to implement, people basically are offended, hurt. Well, I just
1: think that even what you were saying, like I just said something, you digested that something and you processed it as how you could help someone else, not how you could help yourself.
0: Not how I could help myself. Okay. So,
1: pretty much most people want to help others that's what i'm saying like that's okay. what this podcast okay. is even about yes i want to help others instead yes. of i want to help myself i want to focus on myself okay <laughs> so like even in it it's like we're saying okay let me help you oh i got this oh, idea for you. they talk to church all the time they take notes oh i got this point from my fram take this note yeah, for this yeah but what about, about like, for myself but what about, you? What about oh, for you thank you for because saying that is responsible for themselves you're responsible for yourself if we're all applying this to ourselves, we're gonna get there
0: no i you know what i'm embarrassed and i'm feeling a little i felt a little bit angsty right there with what you just said because i feel with this podcast that often too too often i take a stance of like i'm trying to teach people shit right we well, are trying to teach people shit. we are but i feel like i might be missing the dimension where i'm showing where has trav struggled with fundamental attribution error and judgment. Talk about my own personal experiences and so I'm gonna do that. So for me I definitely from my program will judge people um who aren't doing things according to how I think they should do. And for me, since I try to be so chill, it's normally the uptight folks.
1: Oh it's so beautiful you said that because it was already yeah, like that was your that was your fundamental attribution error. Now right. you're saying it and you're owning it, but it was I knew that. Like I I didn't I didn't Translated it okay as an insult i translated it as which you you the one who taught me your anxiety is your love for me yes you don't want me to feel pain so now you have an anxiety for me and people like me yes you want to help them because you sat by me watching yeah. me suffer for so many years <laughs> yeah, yeah so you've said at the beginning of the podcast we've already given our disclaimer they listen or not like we are given this because yeah. we do want to help and we do feel like we have advice yeah. that we would like to give yeah and there is some arrogance in that but yeah. there's also some life experience in that yeah. and the same work that we have to do to work on ourselves fundamental attribution error our listeners have to do to work on themselves fundamental attribution absolutely we're in the same boat and it's literally what we're saying every person in every relationship in each party has to do the work themselves I can't control what the other person is going to think perceive say and judge about me we see it in politics we see it in religion we see it in sex we see it in relationships we see it in careers we're never going to all be on the same page at the same time it's not going to happen right we're going to be in different places in society can we accept that can we understand you're over in this spot I'm over in this spot i can process my shit you can process your shit. we can still communicate and discuss and talk about these things but i'm not going to necessarily say that you should do this this way because i haven't lived your life yeah you can't necessarily tell me that i should do this this way because you haven't lived my life right but we can make suggestions and say hey in my life this helped me you might want to try it maybe not it's up to you and isn't that such a nice place to come
0: from like hey i did this man i don't have no idea if these methods will help you with your angst with your anxiety with your problem but it's, it's hard because, typically speaking, we love that person or we can have an emotional investment in a person across from us. So to just be like, hey, this helped me and chill on it, that's hard because we love them. You know what I mean? We want to help. But I felt that fundamental attribution error in myself there, how I, how I would judge other people. Um, and then when I am judged, when I feel people are telling, man, you're doing too much or you don't got to say everything and you ain't got to try to always be teaching and... Um, and I'll feel a personal attack inside. That's true. Sometimes I'm able to take that step back and realize the person may have been triggered by what I said, you know. They're not trying to say you're wrong as a human, but yeah. that you triggered me. Yeah. And if you can listen and hear that, then you can love them after. As opposed if to being like, nah, hear- fuck you, oh nigga. My gosh. I- I and that's what
1: we talk about, reframing, right? Yeah. Like, that person is saying, I would like to stay connected to you. Yeah. And this is how it would help me.
0: Yeah, because when you do this... This
1: hurts me or someone I care about Or myself or somehow it hurts me
0: But that can come off like Makes
1: me uncomfortable Why you
0: always talking about Why you always want to talk about work Why you always want to talk about your relationship We're just trying to chill
1: And not could It's most likely to come off that way Why? Because that's how we have been taught in society To communicate Because it's weak to say this bothers me Or this hurts me Can we not talk about Can we not talk about this That looks like weak Like oh I need to always let you be yourself And I need to always be myself That's not true yeah. I can't be myself at work? The hell? I can't be myself in a church environment. It's, the hell it's so like, much harder to
0: <laughs> to say, can we not talk about because it bothers me rather than what people always go to is damn, why are you always talking about you see what I mean? But, <laughs> like, <laughs> but the thing that's silly in that, the thing that's silly in that is when you say X,
1: we think Y anyways. So yeah. just say why. Because we are assuming but you feel a false facade of what protection. Mean? What do you mean? When we watch T V, uh-huh. when we watch movies, when we read books we read characters yeah we dissect characters yeah we see a character in a play or a movie say one thing and we know and judge them to feel a different way we know that they're hiding this emotion because of this thing or they don't want to show this or they're manipulating the character we can see two steps ahead yeah oh this is gonna play out like it'll be a
0: man like i don't care if she goes and hangs out with that dude i'm the star quarterback and we're like you said all that though like you obviously don't want her to go and we know right so keep going
1: so in real life we don't apply it right all of a sudden we think our projected facade is believed by the rest of the world exactly no one is buying that shit That's why I get frustrated. Yeah. Like, can we just stop it? Because I don't believe none of this shit. You don't believe this shit. We see you don't believe it. That's why it makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. That's, that's why, why, why we're cringing. And we
0: call you out, and then it goes, no, I don't care. No, I don't what? care. No, oh, I don't. I'm
1: fine. I don't care what people say. I don't care. And but I you just do said that.
0: it 10 times. You don't care what people think. And I do that. I've probably done it on a podcast. Please call me out if we have.
1: Oh my gosh. I wish we had, like, um on the Labatar show, the fact checker, the white dude that fact checks. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my God. That would be so funny. Like, just. A thousand times.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even Dax, know. We haven't even had. Dax does it himself. Ten
1: episodes, so it can't be you no know, thousand times. <laughs> know, However, right? it's so funny. Like yeah. we all do it. We all feel it. We all experience it. It's the hardest thing for me to say to my clients because the moment I point something out, anxiety. Okay, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna. Hold on. Hold, oh, even
0: me, right? Isn't that how oh, I responded to question. you our whole marriage for when you'd be like, "Hey, Trav, I need to talk to you about something." Um, I you know with the cleaning and stuff at the house i kind of need you to kind of support me a little i've been trying to support and and last week i told him to clean and now you're saying i'm not helping i'm like whoa 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 yes i have felt pain from this yes i wish you helped me more none of that is saying trav sucks at trying to these are my pains right Feel them. And, and at this it's not point I'm,
1: feel them, it's just understanding. It tr- yeah, but even, that's like, how Yeah. I mean it feels like feel it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I try to like feel, feel it, it, it now.
0: Feel what you're saying. Hey, Trev, I'm frustrated with the with the with the process here. That ain't you. I mean, can you help? Sure. But that's a personal experience you're sharing with me. That I'm frustrated. Not saying you're wrong. And what I had to learn is in my final fundamental attribution error saying she's not throwing darts. Because they feel like darts coming from her, don't make her a dart thrower. And that's the fundamental attribution error. She's Mm -hmm. saying, I'm hurting. It feels like a dart to you because you love her. But don't call her a dart thrower. Don't say she's twisting the knife. I've heard people say that.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's even a little bit. I wish further. Right. Because I feel like this is a disconnect I hear from men and women a lot where the man feels judged when the woman's trying to communicate. Yeah. And honestly speaking, I wish they could get to the step further, which is the reframing, which is I want a connection with you. The woman is saying, I want us to last. This is the things I think
0: we need to work on so we can. And she's even saying, I'm scared about what I'm seeing. And I both don't think us, this though, might because work cuz the man
1: thinks it's them. It's not necessarily that you're wrong or she's wrong. She's just saying these are the facts that I see. Yeah. Do you see them? I could be wrong. Do you see the same thing I see? Do you think it's an issue the way I think it's an issue? Yes or no? That could be confirmation like no, I don't see it that way. Yes, I do. This is what I think we should approach it as. And maybe it is too much anxiety or it makes the man feel like judged or they don't even want to deal with emotions. Maybe it's even just that I don't even want to talk about the emotions, which we hear all the time. I don't know how true it is or how much they don't want to talk about it cuz they don't feel adequate at it.
0: Okay. Okay. But
1: oftentimes from you and from others I've heard it because they felt judged they shut down Okay. or yeah. they feel inadequate they shut down Yeah. but I wish that both parties could reframe and understand the intent behind the message right the same thing that we're saying about our podcast the same thing we're saying about religion the same thing we're saying about everything in life there is one method of communication but there's also what like you know how we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts there's the intention yeah. There's basically what you intended to say. There's also what I perceived,
0: what I heard, what yeah. I heard.
1: And so there's work that you have to do to communicate clearly, but there's also work that you have to do to hear clearly. Right. Yeah. That's not des- necessarily communicated enough or discussed enough from a therapeutic perspective where both parties always have to do both things
0: at the same time. Almost. Yeah. And I remember, like just uh, always, I remember, kinda. I remember uh, Melvin at church was breaking down something to us about communication and saying, It is that both thing that there that there is the receive. He was doing it from a spiritual perspective, and I forget his exact thing, but it's powerful when you think about what and it is and it does go with this exact episode. The fundamental attribution error basically lays out the fact that we are not seeing the world from the same lens. Now, the lie that romance likes to tell us, or the thing that feels so good to believe is that after a certain amount of time or with the right person that it will be seamless that we will connect that we will become one that we will see things from the same perspective that we'll be on this same page right there's all this semblance of symmetry that we strive for and long for particularly in romantic and intimate connections the truth of the matter is yes the goal is to feel it as much as possible but the, it's never the same world you could have grown up on the same block and it's always going to come across different and the beauty of what you just said is when one couple one person feels judged by this person and the other feels judged in that moment can we admit we're both off yeah we're both hurting neither's wrong both feel we're hurt we're
1: both off and we're both on
0: yes both
1: wrong and both right
0: and and we both have a gripe here and we can and, and and that's the hard part. Is seeing the human across from yeah, you. Yeah, because it's, so much but when been, you're hurt, you're hurt though. When you're hurt, you're hurt, you're hurt, you can't see it. You know what I mean? We, I
1: don't know that you can't see it. In the I think middle you of may choose not to see it, or you may oh, choose man, not to pay know. attention to it, or you may choose not to give in to it. And that's also allowed. Like that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I'm a different type of person because people like to pretend things don't exist. I admit I'm petty sometimes. <laughs> Like, come on. What do you mean? No, sometimes I know I'm wrong and I want to sit in that and I want to be wrong. I want to be angry. I want to be pissed. (laughs) I know I'm going to feel bad for it later. I know there's going to be some blowout. But right now, I feel good to get this shit off my chest and I'm going to tell you, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) You think I'm not evil? Hold on. I enjoy when someone hurts me and pisses me off. I enjoy obliterating them sometimes. Not necessarily hey, my loved that's ones real, man. because it's not my loved ones. usually. Hey, but even them, but like, not typically them because typically, I feel too I res- the pain respect, of respect. that. But I do have moments where I won't care. Yeah. I don't enjoy it, but I have moments where I don't care. Yeah. Like I need to get this on my my <laughs> heart, and I don't care how yeah. it comes yeah. out, how I'm saying it. That's da-da-da. real, man. I regret that that's later with than my loved ones. That. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. But when it's not yeah. loved ones, I don't regret it.
0: Go hard. Yeah. I don't regret
1: it. I don't look back. That's what I'm saying. It's when I tell you about it's pleasurable, right? My supervisor, I told you about that one lady. I feel no regret. My only regret is I ain't go harder, actually. Yeah. I would have wanted to make her cry if I could have done anything differently, maybe. Make her feel some pain physically <laughs> or emotionally <laughs> that's going to sustain a little bit longer than this little bit that happened already.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the <laughs> professional counselor. Yes, it is. This is the star shit. and the expert. <laughs> I
1: wouldn't say star, but. I would. Listen, man. Expert, not because I know everything, but because I have lived a lot. Okay. In a small amount of time. I don't feel like I, I am uh, more together than my clients. I'm the first one to tell them that. They yeah. love that I tell them that sometimes. I even had a client who just emailed me and said, she connected with me because typically authority figures intimidate her. And she was like, I felt very comfortable with you. And I said, well, I connect with my clients because I'm more like my clients because then 30 figures intimidate the shit out of me too. Like,
0: <laughs> exactly. You know, I don't like that shit. I don't like being told what yeah. to do, how
1: to do it. Da, da, da. I don't like that. Yeah. And my mother was a very strong personality. So that's a trigger for me. If somebody comes too strong, too, yeah. I, am, I can be very timid. I have had to learn assertiveness training in a lot of ways, not from others, but internally teach myself yeah. to be more assertive and that's
0: what we were talking about earlier like in this process
1: absolutely as we
0: judge others as we judge ourselves i look
1: hard at myself so yeah. that's i had to learn that i am judgmental but i had to accept it yeah. i am hard on others because i'm hard on myself it's the only way i know how to be based on how that's, i grew babe, up babe
0: i think that's i think that's beautiful what you just did because they go together absolutely together. if you look at and maybe i'm wrong call me out not an expert but it feels like the the personality or the mindset and this is again i'm not gonna do a Attribution error here when we get into the state and it's temporary for all of us i believe that we feel hard on ourselves. i feel like in that state it's going to be easier to be hard on others that when you can find peace with yourself even when you can find that hey yes i make mistakes but like it's not me it's not that i have to carry that as a part of my attributes moving forward it's a moment in time and normally a past moment that's gone and I have a fresh opportunity here and when you can feel that in yourself, it's easier to give that out to others. Beautiful. I don't know about you, but that feels like an outro.
1: I'm cool with that. I'm hungry anyways. <laughs> I've been thinking about what we eating for the last five minutes, to be honest. Like I'm mad that it ain't already ordered and he's
0: waiting. <laughs> hey, so audience, <laughs> I just like to say that you have gotten in the way of our dinner plans. <laughs> And now my wife's hungry and fundamental attributionary. I'm going to have to deal with this bullshit. So I hope you enjoyed this episode at least. uh, And we love you. I hope it helped. We out.
1: I saw them. Love y'all.